Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Hey gang, typically at Smirconish.com, we'll get more than 20,000 people voting on a daily poll question. And if it's a Saturday, a day when I'm on CNN, oftentimes we'll double that. I'm often curious to peek at the poll right after it's posted. And then if I remember to look periodically throughout the day, because I'm curious to know, were the first voters, the first people in the day, typical of all of those who followed or were they outliers? Maybe some confirmation bias, which is a long winded way of me saying that today the poll question is this, either publicly or privately, should President Biden encourage Prime Minister Netanyahu to exercise restraint. When I looked and there were only 76 votes that had been cast, it was 38 to 38, a 50-50 poll. So go vote today and keep an eye on the tally and see where it ends up. I've been wanting to post something about the the appropriate level of response from Israel to the unprovoked attack by Hamas from Gaza on Saturday morning. My my friend, the trial lawyer, the law professor, Shane Inspector, talked me out of a question that I had in mind a couple of days ago, right after the attack. It was whether the response should be proportional or punitive. And he said to me, and he texted to me, and he said, look, the law and morality require proportionality. Emotion and vindictiveness demand disproportionality. So the poll question on this would be the equivalent of debating whether it's better to obey or break the law. It's a matter we should not debate. I thought he made a convincing argument. Candidly, I was afraid to share with him today's poll question because I thought he might talk me out of this one, too. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Yesterday, President Biden, in his remarks, said nothing about restraint. That doesn't mean that he hasn't 
conveyed some sort of a message to Prime Minister Netanyahu privately. Uh, The siege of Gaza seems set to begin. More than 300,000 Israeli troops are assembled near the border. I've been struggling for the appropriate reference, metaphor, analogy of the size of Gaza. I spoke of less than all the boroughs of Manhattan. Somebody else said Chicago. No, it's actually Philadelphia. It's actually Philadelphia. Two million people uh, in an area of the size of Philadelphia. Philadelphia today, I think, has 1.5 million. The water and power are cut off. Food is in short supply. From CNN today, it says this. Gaza is one of the most densely populated places on Earth, where some 2 million people live in an area of 140 square miles. Israel, which controls most of Gaza's electricity, its water, fuel, and some of its food, already imposes a strict land, sea, and air blockade on on Gaza and used to allow some trade and humanitarian assistance through the two crossings that it controls. The U.N. Secretary General has warned that a humanitarian situation in Gaza was already extremely dire and now will deteriorate exponentially. You've got the added factor of the 150 or so hostages being held. I I have questions. I mean, Hamas often is the gang that can't shoot straight. Unfortunately, they had a lot of precision and planning behind them on Saturday. Are they that coordinated relative to the hostages? Meaning, is it even possible to negotiate for the release of all of them? Are, Are the captors of the 150 or whatever the number might be in cahoots with one another, in communication with one another, uh, so that, you know, to break one is to break all, or are they now distanced from one another? There are just lots of questions is what I'm, I'm trying to say. There's not an easy answer. Richard Clark, the former national security advisor to several presidents, writing for Smirconish.com today, said that if, as looks likely, Israel plans to send the IDF deep into Gaza to eliminate Hamas, the urban combat will be prolonged. It'll result in high casualties and will be accompanied by widespread Palestinian civilian collateral damage deaths. Uh, by the way, that's not him saying we shouldn't allow Israel to do it. It needs to be done in terms of dismantling. I'll use Admiral Stavridis's word. Those perpetrators responsible for this horrific loss of life last Saturday. Um, Final thought on the issue of restraint. I remember how we felt post-September 11. Any any soccer mom in America would have strangled bin Laden with her bare hands, and we would have all cheered her on. Uh, that was the sentiment. At least that's how I remember it, and that's what I felt. So I get it. I, I totally get the feelings. This is Israel's 9-11, except exponentially more when you think about the size of their population versus ours. Go vote at Smirconish.com today on the poll question, which asks whether publicly or privately, President Biden should encourage Prime Minister Netanyahu to exercise restraint. Finally, yesterday's poll question, 20,648 on this. Will RFK Jr. make more or less of an impact on 2024 as an independent than as a Democrat? 61.86% said more, more of an impact as an independent than he would have had as a Democrat. Um, I don't know if he voted on the poll question, but I can tell you who is among those thinking RFK Jr. will have more of an impact as an independent. Sean Hannity, because RFK Jr. was on his program last night. This was a different Sean Hannity. This was a Sean Hannity who said, I hope you don't mind 
but I did a little research on you. You're pretty liberal. You've called for curbing logging, oil drilling, fracking. You want to eliminate it. You call you called it had a victory. You called it had a victory for democracy. I'm reading the transcript literally. You want to curb U.S. fossil fuel extraction, keep it on the ground, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The point is, Hannity was welcoming of of RFK Jr. I didn't he host him for an hour long town hall. I think that he did, but all of a sudden now where it's perceived that RFK Jr. as an independent can pull more votes from Trump, perhaps, than from Biden, all of a sudden the the media roles are shifting. And those who heretofore welcomed him into the fold are now trying to take him down a few notches. Go vote at Smirconish.com. Make sure that you are a subscriber to the Daily Newsletter. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.